Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Now, I'm happy to say that we have online Rob Hutchinson. He is the MD of Dear South Africa, and he joins us around this time every single week to talk about what is going on in Parliament. Rob, how are you doing? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing fantastic. I hope you're keeping warm on this uh, this Monday morning. And we have an, another long Another another long tongue twister, sort of, for, for me. Thank you, Rob. You keep me awake on the show. <laughs> the draft white paper on the conservation and sustainable use of biodiversity in South Africa, as well as the Department of Trade and Industries, comp- uh, comp- uh, is it the same thing, competition on policies to regulate and restrict scrap metal. Now, I can't imagine that those are together. They've just been <laughs> written together on the thing. So, right, so let's start with biodiversity and then we'll get to scrap metal. <laughs> Absolutely. There's also diversity in in, the, in those two policies, without yes. a doubt. <laughs> diversity of scrap metal. <laughs> yes, exactly. No one that looks so Separate long. Separate the copper. <laughs> All right. Oh, fantastic. You know, the biodiversity, uh, conservation and sustainable use of biodiversity in South Africa, it's a white paper brought about after extensive consultation with um, various stakeholders and players within the environmental sector from from hunters right down through to conservationists to breeders and and so on what it is it's an it's a overall paper that uh, treats the entire entire situation the entire environmental problem in and biodiversity in south africa as as a whole uh, as we know it's been split into various various different sectors with different different players and often differing opinions even to the point in government where we have a national policy as well as provincial and even municipal policies, which are often in competition with each other and and don't synchronize on many important important aspects. So what this policy does is it proposes to bring it all together under one umbrella policy that will be a go-to point for for most um, uh, most industries involved in in the sector, environmental sector. And hopefully sort out a lot of, a lot of the issues that are, that are facing, facing the sector as well. Um, it covers everything from uh, invasive species of plants right through to uh, animal conservation, wildlife conservation, and, and so on. It also promotes uh, transformation within the sector. Uh, apparently that's been sadly lacking and spark, hopes to uh, promote a spin-off in, into the economy as well. Okay, so that is the issue of biodiversity in South Africa, and we're going to be talking more about it. We're chatting to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is the New Blue Review. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. Talking to Rob Hutchinson on 101.9 High FM. And, and Rob, do you, has there been a, a good the harmonization in this law talking about the issue of biodiversity? I mean, obviously getting everyone on the same page is always kind of the first step. So is there a sense that the, the government has sort of got this right and managed to get all the, the players around the table to hopefully get the right input so that this particular white paper on biodiversity can be effective? Yeah, that does appear to, to be so. Although you know that that's what they claim within within the paper. However, there's always seems to be some unrepresented market somewhere somewhere along the line, as we've seen in a, in a lot of these proposals before. There are concerns 
around uh, illegal trade. There's not much. There's not much covered in in this policy, and uh, poaching and so on is also not too extensively covered covered either. There are concerns around a conservation, and this goes hand in hand with a policy that's also out for for comment now, which is which surrounds the game meat trade. How will that be affected by by this new policy? Will it be covered, and or will it promote or or stop the illegal uh, hunting and poaching that does go on within that industry? So it's a bit of both, Benji. But overall, it does seem to be quite a, quite an effective policy, especially in bringing everything together under one umbrella. That's a very good point on that. Very, very interesting. Okay, so now let's go from that biodiversity to the biodiversity of scrap metal that we uh, managed to <laughs> put together. Uh, the Department of Trade and Industry and Competition has gazetted its draft policy proposals to regulate and restrict the trade of scrap metal in South Africa. Now, this is a big issue. Rob, because it seems to be, it affects our infrastructure, it affects our trains, our electricity, our telephones, uh, scrap, uh, the, the, the theft of, of, of copper cables in particular is a huge issue. So, uh, how will this policy, do you think, help to address this particular issue? Well, we hope it does, because as you said, it is a massive problem in, in South Africa. It affects absolutely everything from service delivery to electricity to transport to every single industry in South Africa. And it's it's a multi-million rand uh, operation, in fact, probably in the billions that, that South Africa does lose. And most of most of the uh, exported or, or copper and, and other precious metals do get exported across our borders. And rumor has it that most of it ends up in China, only to be sold back to us in in different forms. So it's a massive problem in, in South Africa. What they're planning with with this proposal is to break it down into three phases, which I think is quite a quite a great idea. The first phase will, will promote the complete of of copper, uh, of, of the sale or export of, of copper. Sorry, not the sale, but definitely the export of copper and other precious metals for six months, which is brilliant because that will definitely cause cause a dent in in the market and and a ripple in in the illegal illegal trade and export of it you it's typical economics uh, demand meets meets supply so if there's if there's no demand then hopefully there'll be less less intention to supply that and then the second phase is uh, to introduce a permit system for for scrap metal exports which i think should have been in place ages ago you need to have a permit to import the furnaces that that melt down the metals and then a permit to export it uh, outside the country. And through the permit system, hopefully they can regulate and monitor who is selling what and where it's, where it's coming from and hopefully identify the uh, illicit trade from, from the legitimate trade. I think uh, phase three will will see more... A considering ban or banning use of cash in in the scrap metal industry, which I think is actually a great idea as well. Um, might be a few contentious issues around that. Uh, we've seen a great push from all sectors to to ban cash, uh, with uh, with the idea that it's it stops criminality and it's easy to track transactions. This might just be another play in that. However, in this case, I think it's it's a well deserved. And quite quite important issue to ban 
cash transactions, yeah. Now, now tell me, Rob, I mean, do we have legitimate traders in the copper sector that uh, would be normally exporting copper that would be hit by a six-month ban to the extent that they, you know, if any any business says you can't trade for six months, uh, surely it's going to close down a lot of people who for whom that's a livelihood. Yes, yes, it will no doubt affect those people. Um, there's not much mention in the policy about how it will uh, actually address that address that issue. But yeah, that's definitely worth worth looking into. I'm not not too sure about how much copper gets exported legitimately out of South Africa because we don't we don't mine it as far as as far as I can as far as I can remember. So most of it would come from scrap metal uh, industries there. Whether they'll have to hold onto those legitimate this copper copper deals uh, for six months. I'm not too not too sure, but I think there's good research around around the fact that most of the copper exported out of South Africa. I'm not too sure on the figures, but most of it is definitely from from the illegal trade and cable theft. Right. So in other words, putting a hard stop and then trying to figure out how to to uh, to, to do it after that. So that is uh, <clears throat> very very interesting. Okay. So uh, if you are in the scrap metal industry, definitely, I think that uh, your expertise would be warranted here to make sure that you can you can comment. Now, uh, Rob, you've been running a bunch of other campaigns. I was interested to see. If, I think it's a couple months ago we were speaking about this new education bill. Suddenly, that's becoming much more of a live issue. Are you seeing a lot of people? Commenting on that uh, as well? Yes, yes, we had quite a few comments on that. That was the Bellable, the Basic Education Laws Amendment Bill. Mm. Fantastic response, response on that from the public, from homeschoolers, and from educators as well, and some other good, good industries, uh, good yeah, sorry, industry leaders. And uh, the comment period on that is unfortunately closed, but it has picked up uh, in Parliament again. There's been a lot of talk around basic education and the laws that that do that are in this in this proposed in this new bill because it's it's really a complete reform of the whole basic education uh, infrastructure and and system and there are extensive issues co- covered in it. I have no doubt there, because there is so so much to go over in in this bill. I have no doubt that it will go out for public comment again and then. Yeah, hopefully in a in a more simple simpler form. It was an extensive bill. I don't think people quite understood every nuance within that bill, and that's clearly coming out now. Yeah, people tend to wake up after the fact and say, "Oh, we should have commented on this." Well, I'm sure it will come out again, and you will get that opportunity. Yeah, and especially in light of the fact, like uh, I think it was Pinyaza Lasufi who was saying that all schools should have. Demographic representativity and 50% mm. racial demographics. So lots of stuff which you, you, you think maybe the government is trying to smuggle into this very kind of extensive bill from, uh, that, that, that the, the public might not, not know about. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it was quite an odd statement. The 50%, 50% white, 50% black. How do you achieve that in, in a school? That'll leave a lot of learners out of, out of South Africa when only, what, about 4% of South Africans are, are in fact white. That just doesn't make any sense in anyone's book. But yep. uh, that could just be Lesufi talking again. <laughs> Something he definitely, uh, definitely likes to do. Well, um, Rob, if people want to, um, want to, to comment on anything really that, uh, that, that you guys have gone to the many campaigns that is run by Dear South Africa, how can they go out doing that? Best way is to visit our website. That's dearsouthafrica.co.za. 
And on that website, we've provided a really simple uh, form and mechanism that you can just enter your, your name, your surname, and your email address, have your say, select your top concern on on a particular bill or issue that's out there, and the system automatically generates a legally correct and acceptable uh, submission, which is delivered immediately straight to the government as a, an individual submission. It's not a petition, as petitions are counted as one. It's Each submission is uh, legally seen as a individual submission. So it's easy. Go to dsafrica.co.za. Select the campaign which is closest to your heart and what you want to say and read up on the information on it. We've provided bills, videos, summaries, links to articles and everything else. Have your say and make, make, make a note that you are making a difference in, in, uh, let's say in democracy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, democracy can't uh, is is about uh, the the rule by the people. So uh, we have to we have to the people have to be informed in order to do that. And the man doing that informing is Rob Hutchinson. So Rob, thank you so much, and we'll chat to you again next week. Fantastic, Benji. Have a wonderful weekend. There you go, Rob Hutchinson from dear South Africa.